Well, welcome and good day, everyone. We are so, of course, of glad to have you guys back again with us this week. Um, and of course, we love guys having you. So let us know uh, in the comments that you're here um, enjoying this. Um, of course, it is found on YouTube at Life North Church, as well as anywhere you can find podcasts. If you would like to listen to it, maybe on a run, maybe on a walk. Or maybe just have it playing. Cooking dinner. Cooking dinner. Exactly. Exactly. So you've got lots of options on how to, uh, again, listen to what we're talking about today in our, of course, Talk It Over. Um, and again, another great message this week, Carolyn. It was really good. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I'm loving this God Is series. It's been uh, good so far. And I know we've got another one coming. Yes, we do. So very excited about that. Um, I love that we've had a new pastor bring the message this week. Um, as well as we did last week. So it's nice to get uh, some, again, different perspectives on this topic of God is. But of course, before we get into that, uh, let's let's catch up a little bit. Um, so Carolyn, how was, uh, how was your week this week? Uh, it was a good week. It was a quieter week with work, uh, being March break. A lot of families were away and uh, wanting to take a break from therapy and enjoying the, the spring weather mm, that we do yes. have here in Southern Ontario, which was really nice. Um, so it was a quieter week. It was a good week. We got together with some friends that we've known for a really long time and went for a walk and laughed and joked and had a great dinner. So mm. it was a nice week. Nice. Nice. How was your week? Uh, it's, it's been, it's been good. Um, it's been, uh, it's been a hard one. Um, as, uh, we, we've had uh, a death in the family this week. Um, just, uh, uh, a grandfather. So that's kind of been a little bit sad, um, and a lot of emotion, but, uh, at the same time, we of course know that he's gone to a much better place, mm -hmm. and so that brings uh, certainly a bit of comfort to us um, in this time, um, even though we still uh, are grieving that loss and, and not being able to see him uh, physically anymore. Um, but yeah, taking comfort in that's been uh, been good. Yeah. Um, so that that's been helpful, and uh, yeah, Emmett's had a great week, of course, on March break, yeah. uh, been able to just uh, enjoy a. Uh, just enjoy that time with uh, his mom, um, his grandpa, and uh, grandma this week as they were up, of course, for uh, uh, the passing. So, yeah, he's enjoyed that, and uh, yeah, that's been kind of a good thing, and it's kind of brought us closer together this week, just uh, realizing, you know, how um, fragile life can be, um, and just kind of uh, realizing that we need to enjoy all the little things in those those times. So let us know, guys, what is that for you? Uh, maybe you've had, yeah, that relaxing week at March break, yeah. enjoying that time, uh, spending time with family, friends, children, catching up on some time. Um, or maybe you had something difficult, uh, something that maybe you need some prayer for. And if that's the case, please let us know in the comments. We would love to uh, be praying for you um, and certainly would love to get back to you and connect with you uh, more with those comments. So... Diving into this week's uh, message, of course, uh, we had Pastor Sam Marin. And of course, he's preached before. Um, the one that really stands out for me in the past was his Beans and Rice and Jesus Christ. Uh, that was an excellent message. Of course, you can find that on YouTube uh, in past messages. Um, it is there. Uh, a great, uh, great message. Uh, he brings a lot of uh, personal emotion, I feel, to his uh, messages and uh, certainly dives into that real uh, personal connection um, uh, with God. Um, so the title of today's message is when you feel like God can't love you, which I think, I don't want to assume, but I think most of us have been in that place in one point or multiple points in our lives, um, depending on the situations we've been in. Um, it certainly can feel that way. 
So I, I like what uh, uh, Pastor Sam kind of started with, um, talking about dads and fathers and those, those people in our lives that uh, maybe are that influencing person, uh, maybe a person of authority. Um, but whether you had that good father figure, a bad father figure, I never thought of it this way, but it can affect our relationship with God, our Father. And I never really put those two together, like how that can affect um, each other. So I, I really liked how he kind of started with that because it really sets the tone for the message this week. Yeah, it really does. And everyone comes from so many different backgrounds. So to be able to preference that, that we come from our own perspective. Exactly. And it's exactly. important to see it from everyone's perspective. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, of course, I like when he was... Uh, talking about uh, that one person, a father figure, or you know, a person of influence, um, they certainly can change the direction uh, in your life, as well even as uh, removing your confidence, depending on how they um, you know, talk to you, or listen to you, or you know, do, do interact with you, um, can really change how you, you know, the direction you're going and losing that confidence. Um, and yeah, it's uh, touched a string for me, for sure. Mm. Um, the story about the religious leader. This was kind of a focusing point, uh, of course, for this message. Um, this religious leader who had a daughter that was dying and, of course, maybe looked upon funny by going to Jesus, of course, in that time. Um, I thought that was such a great reminder because we think, oh, well, of course you'd go to Jesus. But at that time, Jesus was not popular no. with the people he would have been associating with. So what a great reminder. Yeah. And and taking that step that he knew he had to do whatever he could for his daughter. Um, and that meant even being maybe shunned or looked upon badly for going to Jesus. So, I, I yeah, I really like that story about, you know, you know, Sometimes you have to take those steps, even if they are hard. Um, I like what Pastor Sam also did with uh, talking about the the three lies about God that we sometimes quite tend to believe. And then the opposite of that, the actual, the three truths about God Mm. and how they relate back and forth to each one. So our first lie is God is judgmental. And I can relate to that. I've felt that way where... I felt, you know, he's judging me. He's, you know, bringing justice upon me for something I did that was wrong. But no, God really is compassionate. He's a compassionate God who uh, shows mercy and grace to us. Um, Of course, more than we deserve for sure. Um, So, yeah, I like those two together. For me, this is a big one. God is angry. Oh, man. I've had that feeling. I don't know for you, Carolyn. But you get that some, I know I have. Yeah, no, I have too. And there's those moments where, you know, I make a mistake and that's where I'm like, oh no, this isn't good. And that's so not who God is. No, no, he's, he's not an angry God. And the truth behind that one is he is patient. Um, he is willing to have those patience with us in those times when we've, you know, messed up, made a mistake um, and not, you know, just being angry and you're gone kind of thing. That's it. Right. So I think we can easily get caught up in the angry one. And the, again, another one that ties well into that, into those lies, is God is hateful. Mm-hmm. And I think we tend to feel that sometimes when things maybe are stacking up against us and things going wrong. <laughs> and it's this one wrong thing. Well, now there's another wrong thing. And why does God hate me so much? And again, I think we get caught up in that. 
Yeah. Forgetting sin's a big part of why things go wrong because I'm <laughs> yes. imperfect and you're imperfect. And so things are going to go wrong. They are. Yeah. They are. And I think, I think that's where we get that, that lie from. And, but we got to remember that the truth behind that is God loves you. He loves us. He cares for us. Um, he wants the best for us. And, uh, yeah, that's to me, that's one of those big, yeah. big truths that we need to hold on to tightly. Um, and, and Pastor Sam wrapped it up really well um, with three ways God is with you. And I think that's, again, something we tend to forget, that God is always with us. And last week, we, uh, I, I think we discussed a little bit about, you know, this, this mobile God, that he's always with us, right? He, he's, he's portable. He's a portable God. And he can be with us and moving with us in any direction we're headed. And he's always there. And I, I like that analogy about this portable, movable God that's always with us. Mm -hmm. And so we want to remember that he walks with you, he stops for us, and he talks to us. Those are a big part of what we, I think we need to remember and carrying on each and every day. Um, as again, in that story about the religious leader, you know, he walked with him, he did stop for him, and then he talked to him as well as his daughter. And I think that really just kind of emphasizes what that's all about. Mm -hmm. So... Before, again, before we dive into this thing, we're going to jump into uh, just a scripture here. One, again, I thought was excellent. Uh, it's found in 1 John um, uh, 3 1. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. And I think we do forget that, that we are children of God. And I think that's something we just forget that we have this godly Father who's there with us guiding us, helping us in every situation. And I think we just, we tend to forget that a lot. Yeah, it becomes performance-based, doesn't it? So quickly, I have to do things for God instead of God is with us. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm, exactly, exactly. Um, so let's dive in these questions, everybody. Uh, yeah, let us know uh, how you guys are doing. Maybe something popped up to you just in this, in this uh, wrap-up here of what we've been talking about uh, in this message. Um, and... Don't forget to respond. We'd love to hear your comments, what you guys' thoughts, of course, are on these questions um, as we go through them. And uh, we'll, of course, get back to you um, with a response as soon as we can. So share something, Carolyn, uh, that was great that happened to you this week. Something great. Oh, something great this week. I, I think it was really reconnecting with our friends. Mm. Um, we've known them for a really long time, um, like teenager times so that was quite a few years ago and just being able to reconnect and talk about life and um, as we've gotten older there's mm. lots of things that are going on in our lives and things that can be challenging I love getting together and just being reminded of God's faithfulness mm. in their stories and how God's worked and how he continues to work and just be encouraged by that mm. and uh, I love that reminder that um He's at work, even though there are times where we can be in different seasons mm. and it can be harder than others to see that, but just be encouraged by that. So mm. yeah, and seeing spring, I, I got to tell you here in Ontario, good things are coming because I can't wait to get out in my garden and just really, <laughs> I'm glad the snow is gone. Hopefully. Yes. Yes. It looks like it should be gone and hopefully it will stay away. Um, yes. As today is the first day of spring. So yes. we are in the, of course, the right direction. Um, Man. What was it for you this week? It's a tough week with having to deal with loss. It is. And it is. Um, but something that I think that was really great that's kind of come out of um, this whole week is just um, the uh, connection, emotional, 
um, and even just talking through things um, with, uh, of course, my wife, my son, um, of everything's going on and, and how we're managing and dealing with what's going on and being able to be honest about how we're feeling and continuing to just grow our relationship and strengthen those bonds with each other, um, I think has been just excellent through this week. Um, just being able to be there and support each other, I think has been really big. Um, and again, understanding from my son and just realizing that this is difficult for us um, and him just being patient with that, I think was excellent again this week. Um, so yeah, it's been, it's been tough, but it's been good. It's allowed us to really continue to connect and grow that relationship we have with each other. Um, as a family unit and just being able to be uh, who we are and just knowing that we've got that and again friends people being around us supporting praying for us and just seeing that uh, that connection that community that comes together behind you in that time of uh, hurt uh, again has been an excellent part of this week mm-hmm. um, so just seeing that and knowing that is just yeah it, it really helps make that transition uh, uh, better so yeah, it's it was it was it was good. It was good, but tough. But that's that's okay. We've got support, so that that makes it better. So, of course, this message did bring a lot of emotion, and, and Pastor Sam does that each and every time yes. he does preach. Brings lots of emotion and personal perspective um, to his messages. And so, with that in mind, uh, was there part of this message that really impacted you, uh, Carolyn, and, and maybe why? Yeah, you know, I knew it was going to be an emotional one when we, you know, the songs we were singing had me tearing up. Um, But I think what really struck me was just this testimony of Pastor Sam's wife. Mm. And just her, her faith in God, despite a very tough upbringing. Yes. And knowing that no matter where we start... God is faithful. God mm. can use us. God can um, grow us up. And we can have a faith that's stronger because of some of those hard things, mm-hmm, right? And mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. you were talking about at the very beginning, right? Like, yep. why are all these hard things happening? And I think that reminder of every hard moment is an opportunity to see God's faithfulness. And that's her story and her testimony and her willingness to share that, yep. um, which is really powerful. Um and just the reminder of to come along and be that encouragement to people regardless of where they're at um, mm. and what um, they're experiencing. Being there for people is so important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that uh, that story, yeah, it, it invoked a lot of emotion. Um, and again, I, I like how you put that about uh, just seeing no matter the circumstances, no matter the upbringing, um, just that faith in God brought her to where she is mm-hmm. um, not having that earthly father but having that godly father to guide her was the difference for her and so yeah I, it was an excellent excellent part of that message and certainly you could see yeah the emotion come out there yeah, um, yeah man there, there were so many good parts that's <laughs> the thing there were so many good parts in this message today um, it's really kind of hard to pick one um, but I think the one that really stands out for me is when Pastor Sam had talked about um, that father or that person of authority or somebody you look up to um, can really have that influence and direction um, in your life and really can either boost you up or bring you down. And for me, 
that's very true. Um, I, I had a teacher that was just a bad teacher mm. and was a very negative teacher. Somebody who really tore down, uh, wasn't a very, uh, good person to build up or build into or build confidence in a student in grade seven, grade eight. Um, when, time. when you're in that crucial yeah. time, when you're not sure about confidence in yourself and, and you're figuring out kind of who you are and where you fit. And so for me, having, having that influence on me really changed, of course, my direction and my outlook. Um, when you hear those things about you're, you're not going to be much, you're going to be average at best, um, your best isn't good enough, things like that that I heard um, really changed my focus mm -hmm. and how I uh, even just did day-to-day -day things um, and school. Uh, lost focus in school because, well, if I'm already not going to be anything, what's the point in trying? Yep. And so I think that really changed my direction of where maybe I could have gone. Maybe if I had a different um, influence that may have changed my uh, thoughts on how I perceived school, how I applied myself. And so uh, for me, that just struck a chord. It rang very true for me uh, in my uh, earlier childhood about the direction I'm going and that influence on me. And so for me, that experience, it was hard at the time, but knowing it now helps me to understand what I need to do for my son and having building into him that confidence, right? And telling him as what Pastor Sam was, you know, go get him tired. You're, you're the champ, you know, really. <laughs> the cream of the crap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with, the, with the heavy accent, exactly. So it, it, it's sometimes just those little comments yeah. uh, can make a big difference in, uh, of course, a kid's life. And whether it's your own child, um, maybe you're kind of that father figure to, uh, you know, a niece or a nephew or even just kids in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. um, that influence can be more than maybe we even recognize. And so, yeah, I thought that was a huge part for me. Um, I don't know what it is for you guys. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe something about that godly father that direction that he brings has brought you to where you are now um, because that father figure just wasn't uh, you know, physically in your life um, or maybe it was like me maybe you had a bad influence uh, from a teacher or a parent or somebody else that you looked up to or maybe it's the exact opposite of me maybe you had those positive influences that really person that really just pushed you forward and really built that confidence in you and we'd of course love to hear from you guys what that might be for you um so please let us know in the comments. We would, of course, love to see what you guys are uh, thinking and what you're feeling and what that looks like because we're all about building that community. Yes. So um, we experience, of course, God as he walks with us, as we talked about, stops for us and talks to us. That's kind of a, I, I just love those. So share a, a way you've experienced him recently. So maybe it's through that walking, stopping, or maybe it's talking. Yeah, this has been a really um, challenging season of life for me personally. Um, everything is kind of new. Everything's different. Mm -hmm. um, to be honest with you, the last two years have been like that, mm -hmm. just through all the changes we've been through. Yep. And I think that idea of God walking with me, and he's never going to leave me or mm -hmm. forsake me. Yep. Um, that idea of he is with me wherever I go, that portable 
um, ability that he has. Mm -hmm. And I think for me, that's just that reminder of, um, Dave and I love to go on walks. Your son Emmett loves to go on walks with us. Um, just that idea of walking through life with God and he's always been there and he always Mm. will be there and I don't need to fear. And I think when everything, um, has kind of been turned upside down and you go through seasons where in loss, um, losing my dad a couple of years ago, losing job, connection with friends, mm. starting over again. Those yep. are moments that you start to think, you know, this feels unsettling mm. because you can fill it with the tangibles. And yes. sometimes I forget that God is actually the consistent one. Yes. And I love that reminder that God is walking every step with me. Mm. And sometimes that next step seems so scary or seems I'm not sure what the right next step is and just reminding myself mm-hmm. like, it's okay. God's walking with me and mm-hmm. he's going to stop yep. when I need it. Yep. And yeah, I just, I love the image of God walking with me mm-hmm. and just taking whatever stage in life yep. I'm in, he's going to be there and remembering how he has been. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that Israelites were also very forgetful and God says, remember, remember. Yes, and as yes. I go back and remember, okay, God saw us through this and he saw us through that. He walked through us with this. It's just been, it was such an encouraging message. Mm-hmm. And then to top it off with how he walked with, uh, um, this mom and, um, her daughter and just being reminded of that God is faithful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's a big part of, uh, yeah. Just that he's always walking with us. He's always beside us. He's always guiding us and, and helping us through those difficult situations. Oh, man. What was it for you? Man, that's, that's, man, it's such a good question. These are so good all the time. Um, I think recently God's been just kind of talking to me just a little bit. It's not been, it's not been very loud talking, but mm-hmm. it's been very just small nudges, I guess, in, in direction. And so, um, again, being in a life group, um, we had a great conversation, of course, last week about kind of what's the direction look like? What's that relationship that we have? How are we building that relationship? And it just kind of started bringing things of, okay, well, what, what do I need to do? What do you need to do, Ian? What's, what's your next step? Where are you building this from? Mm-hmm. What does this look like for your son? Are you leading him? And so just these little yeah. bits of information that keep kind of tying into each other as they've been building for sure this past week, um, kind of God just mentioning things about different direction and what does my direction look like and how important the relationship that I build with God can really determine how effective I can be in the areas that God's placed me in. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, just... Yeah, just those, 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 that conversation, those constant, you know, discussions and things that have been going on and, and what does that look like? So, yeah, I, yeah, it's just been that talking with me. It's just one of those things that has been really predominant. Um, yeah, the past, you know, past little while. And, but yeah, it's each, each of those brings out a different piece, right? And, and stopping with us and, and stopping and saying, hey, just hold on, you know, you're going to miss something, right? And, you know, again, get those every now and then where it's like a stop. You need to stop and just smell the roses as a word. Take that, take that little bit of a, a breather of that hustle and bustle of what's going on and really take a, take an account of what's around you and, and what you've been doing and, and what, what have you been doing for God and, and just kind of those, those things really, they tie so well together, I think is the, is the thing for me. me too. And, uh, so yeah, it's been, it's been good. 
So for you guys, what's that look like? Have you been experiencing God walking with you recently? Has he stopped with you? Kind of that, you know, sit and talk, smell the roses, kind of take a break and just kind of look at what's around you? Or has he been recently talking to you? Maybe it's changing a direction. Maybe it's uh, building that relationship better with him. Maybe it's looking at a generation behind you to maybe mentor somebody. Maybe he's pushing you in that direction. So let us know, guys, what does that look like for you? We would love to know. All right, so, uh, of course, when we receive God's love, we are able to extend his love to others. It's kind of how that works. We get it, we move it, it just kind of passes through us. Um, so, let's talk about some ways uh, you've accepted God's love and the ways you've seen his love impact those around you. And how could you show his love to others more regularly? Mm. I think that's a really good question. It is. Um, I was very influenced by my grandma mm. who took me in when my mom was sick when I was born and um, being able to see how her willingness to build in at 68 to a baby. Mm -hmm. um, I have a new appreciation on this side <laughs> of getting closer to my 60s, but um, just realizing the sacrifice that that was for her and seeing her um, give back to mm. my family mm. and realizing as... Um, you know, we're, my mom's 85th is coming up and the full family's getting together to yep. celebrate. Um, just we'll being be thankful good. for um, my family and where my family is and how they all have a real heart for God, that nieces mm. and nephews and their spouses. And like, that's a big part of our family. And yep. yet um, I saw my dad and my grandma just really live out a servant's heart and to give back. And mm -hmm. for me, it's always been with kids. Mm -hmm. And God has just given that me from a very early age. I love kids, drive my boys crazy wherever we go. I'm always wanting to talk to kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they, um, I see the benefit of kind of what you were saying, right? Being a positive encourager mm -hmm. in kids' lives because parents can't be everything to their kids and having other adults who, who are on their side and who speak into them and who are praying for them and who are encouraging mm. them it's just really, really important. And so I have a real heart for kids mm. and being able to build into them regardless of their abilities, disabilities, yep. um, skill level, and uh, just have a real passion for that. Mm. And so I think for me, um, it was interesting from this message because one of the things I've been thinking a lot about is I have a niece who's very involved in um, a pregnancy care um, agency where she lives mm. and has been a very, I had another um, niece who was very much into um, Save the Mothers organization about working with um, mothers in Africa, Kenya in particular, and my heart for the unborn child. Mm. And God has yes. been kind of growing that in me. And we've talked a lot about fostering. We've yep. talked a lot about, you know, so many kids need and families need other people coming around them. And mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. hearing this story again, I think the other part is for me to really embrace that. So we sponsor kids through compassion, which is great being better with my letter writing because it's not just about the money. It's about yep. the relationship. That's for sure. And just stepping up in those little consistent ways of mm. coming out of a time in history where so much has been turned upside down and yes. there's been so many regulations and so many rules and your head spins because <laughs> I just said, you know, I'm going to be glad tomorrow when I don't have to think, do I have my mask? Do I have my wallet? Do I have my keys? Um, there's just been so much new learning that I think it has taken away from the relationship piece. Mm -hmm, and I need mm -hmm. to get back to 
relationships yes. and make that more of my priority and less about, um, I'm already feeling overwhelmed because there's been so much of, it doesn't matter if there's been lots, people mm. matter. Yep. Yep. And to invest more in people and yep. kids. Yep. Yeah. I like that. That's excellent. Uh, and of course we've discussed, uh, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. And, and I truly believe that. I don't think you can just raise the, the child yourself. Um, because again, as you were saying, it's, you're not, you can't be everything that your child needs. Um, you j just can't. And that's where that village that to raise that child really comes into effect when you have that tight community, um, again, to help build into those kids. Um, and again, that's the thing. You don't have to be a physical parent to be a parent. Mm -hmm. you, you can you can help parent children without uh, being biologically connected to them mm -hmm. um, and, and really bringing that influence to them in that positive way. Um, I think for me, seeing, uh, accepting kind of God's love um, really was through um, Emmett's journey in the mm -hmm. hospital and just accepting that Again, I looked at it as I can do this myself. I've got this. I can do it, and really not looking at that uh, that community um, in that time, and and then and getting to the point where I, I couldn't. I need I need help, and having that community to come alongside and just you know love on me, love on my family, provide with um, things that we just needed, just basic things. But those basic things make a big difference, and. And seeing that and, and knowing that, you know, God's putting this all together um, for me makes a big difference. And knowing that these this these people that are so close to me are doing this because God's like, yes, no, you need you need to be here, you need to support, you need to help. Um, and just seeing that kind of coming through really in, inspires me to be, okay, how do we build a better community? How do we make that work better? How do we serve each other better? Because I think we kind of lose sight of that servant's heart. And I know the servant's heart is really what pleases God. So how do we be more like that? Because I, I want to please God more. So how, how can I get better at serving? And serving the ones that you do life with, which is your closest community of family. Mm -hmm. So I, I, yeah, I, I, I saw that come towards me and I want to continue to see that impact others because I know how much it impacted me. Um, and yeah, showing God's love uh, to people you know, more regularly. I think it is just really that servant's heart, that really that movement of how can I serve you? Um, whether that's babysitting kids so people can have an evening out, baking meals for somebody who's shut in, um, things like that. Like, how can I, how can I do that to extend God's love? How can I move that forward in a practical way that can be of a big help? And so I want to continue to kind of keep moving in that direction of what does that look like to serve more and serve better? Um, and how do we serve better as a church? How do we, how do we serve better as a, as a, as the body of the church? How do we do that? How do we make that better? Because at the moment, again, the past two years have made that difficult. And how do we serve? How do we reach out to the community? How do we practically help the people in our community? Um, because it's all been stay home, stay separated. So, it's going, to be, it's going to be a shift, I think, as we continue to move to things open, of what does that look like for us to continue to move forward in that servant's heart? Um, because, yeah, it's going to be a good shift, but I think that's the direction we're headed because without community, we are by ourselves, and by ourselves, we can't really grow. So, 
No. I think that's something we're certainly going to need more of as we continue um, moving to things more opening up, which is going to be excellent. So, man, we fly through this each and every week, man. These things just go by so, so fast. I've had a blast. It's been great. I, of course, love doing this each and every week. Um, and I hope you guys enjoy it, too. Um, leave a comment. Let us know what uh, what your thoughts are, how you guys are enjoying this. Um, and, of course, if you haven't uh, watched this week's message or want to catch up on some previous ones, you can go to lifenorth.church on YouTube. We are there. Hit that subscribe button. You'll get notified when new content, of course, gets posted. Um, and again, you can catch up to things way past and really work through all the series um, that we have posted and maybe something will strike out to you and that'll really speak to you kind of where you're at in life. Um, and of course, we want to thank our tech guys behind us here, making, of course, this all happen each and every week. Uh, we certainly appreciate you guys a lot. And life groups, as I discussed, how important it is, uh, of course, for me and I know yeah. for you, it's quite important. Um, and just that uh, that connection we build with that group and getting those different perspectives makes a big difference. And again, diving into these questions, you can really get even more out of this as you get perspectives of uh, people around you and see what their thoughts are and, and what does that look like and maybe changes your thought process on what how you're thinking about things. So you two friends can get these things started. It's, it's super simple. Um, and of course, all the questions are available and you can get them um, at Life Church or you can check us out on Facebook. Everything's there. It's all there. Um, and of course, if you don't have the Bible yet, you can download it digitally to your phone. And it's there uh, in the App Store, Android. It's all there. You guys can get it. And uh, yeah, it's great. And you can even start the God is Bible plan. It is there. So if you want to, again, dive into a bit more scripture, um, you can certainly do that in those plans and maybe even do it with a friend. Um, and again, get that perspective. So, uh, of course, we, uh, yeah, we've run out of time. So we've got to wrap this up. But as we always remember, we know whoever finds God finds, finds life. life.